Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. You just think we just, you know, whatever happens, we just shit another player. I, and everything's going to be perfect. All of our fans think that. You all think that. That's what you write about. Unacceptable in all areas. Unacceptable coaching, unacceptable playing, unacceptable effort. Not what we're about. You don't want to be here. There's a specific reason. Not really, you know, I, I think we did a poor job recruiting. If guys are coming in and immediately walking out the door because it was something different than what they thought it would be. And we lied to them during recruiting, or we, we sold them on a dream that wasn't true. Certainly, like I said, coach our kids to, to do the right thing and uh, you know, play with poise, play with confidence, play with dignity, play with class. At the same time, we're not going to take anyone's shit either. We want to be a big, fast, dominating, aggressive, relentless football team that nobody in the SEC wants to play. Now, that's also a second in the West, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> excited about second. From now on, it's first, okay? All I want to do is fucking eat! I want you to eat! I want you to eat! I want you to want this shit! Do you want it? Do you want it? Show me! Bunch of did it again! Welcome in to the latest episode of That SEC Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? Hey, buddy, what's going on? No beer this morning. I go to work, so they, they do frown upon the old drunk Shane, trust me. I got you, Shane. Yeah, for the listeners, we're recording this at the uh, crack of dawn here. Still excited, still get going. Had uh, two cups of coffee. I'm ready to make some picks, Shane. How about you? Oh, I am too, buddy. But before we get going too far, I wanted to say happy birthday, Mike. Oh, I appreciate that, Shane. That's right. I believe you did a pod on your birthday. I'm doing one on mine because that's how damn dedicated we are to this shit. <laughs> we take no days off here, so I appreciate that, Shane. You ready to get to it? We got a couple. We only got a handful of games here, Shane, but uh, feeling good about these picks. Yeah, I'm feel. I'm feeling like this is the week I turn it all around, Mike. You know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to it. All right, man. Gambling. Say anything about gambling. It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Not only am I picking Toledo to cover, I'm picking Toledo to win outright. Cash would kick your ass if he heard you say that. <laughs> that, that well, he'd kick my ass regardless. <laughs> exactly. Think. They're going to beat the brakes off Miami. You watch it. Mike, if Florida wins this damn game, I will sing the fight song Monday. <laughs> 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 it ain't happening, brother. Yeah, orange and blue. Waving forever, forever pride, oh Florida, may she droop. Joking here. I, I forgot to hit record, so you got to do that again. Are you shitting me? No, I'm recording it. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, Shane, let's start. You know, we like to go in order of the kickoffs, but uh, let's save the Auburn-LSU to the end. I know that's the CBS game. But saying that, let's start with the noon kickoff, the only noon kickoff we have this week, Mississippi State at Texas A&M. Noon Eastern kick, 11 a.m. Central kick on SEC Network. According to mybookie.ag, Shane, Texas A&M's a 10.5-point favorite heading into this matchup. Who do you like in this one? Oh, Mike, I hate to start off so early with the lock of the week, but here we are. Uh, you know, I'm I'm liking the direction of Mississippi State, Mike. Okay, go with me for here for a second. I, I think, you know, Hill's been struggling here of late, but I, I definitely think that if there's a team that he can get it going, it's going to be Texas A&M. I think Schrader's going to have over 100 yards rushing in this game. Texas A&M is overlooking Mississippi State. Now, I've been wrong before, but I, I just think that the emotion of this team, you know, they've bought in. They know that their back's against the wall. If they're going to make a bowl game, they got to win this one. You know, they're sitting there at three and four. Texas A&M's lost some, lost some good games, but I just, I don't know. It's, it feels like Arkansas all over again, mm-hmm. and uh, Mississippi State has enough power to, to, to close it out. So, with your upset of the week and lock, I've got Mississippi State winning 30, Texas A&M 24. Ooh, that's a bold pick, Shane. But uh, just to let the listeners know, we do not discuss each other's picks before we get on here and do this. So we did not plan this, but uh, I got a little upset special. <laughs> All right, Shane, yeah, I like a lot of what you had to say. Obviously, last week, Texas A&M had a lot of issues stopping the Ole Miss running attack. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Mississippi State runs a completely different offense, but I really did like the fight we saw from Joe Moorhead's team. They have clearly, in my mind, not given up on this coach. I know some of the obviously the, some of the fans are upset, and they deserve to be upset over some of the the performances of this team in recent weeks. But last week, I just think LSU was that good, and it it really didn't matter the fight Mississippi State had because they just had poor execution. If they bring that fight, if they bring that execution, I really think Texas A&M is overrated. I'm not fully confident that Mississippi State can go on the road to College Station and get this win, but I am very confident that they'll cover this 10.5. That's too much for a Texas A&M team that, quite frankly, you know, I'm tired of calling them overrated because they they are winning some of these games, but they're just um, they don't deserve they don't yeah. they don't deserve to be that big of a favorite over a quality SEC opponent. They're just not at that level. I mean, they should have lost outright to Ole Miss last week. They kind of mm-hmm. I don't want to say got lucky, but I think Ole Miss really blew that one. They had some, you know, quarterback injuries, quarterback mistakes, and uh, that really came back to bite the Rebels. And I know Mississippi State had a lot of penalties, had a lot of turnovers last weekend. I just really think they're going to get that corrected, kind of like you said, if they can get Kylan Hill going. I've not been able to do that the last couple weeks. So that's why they've been losing. If they can get that Kylan Hill going, got they've really got to challenge that offensive line this week. Uh, I like Mississippi State to not only cover – but I'm picking them to win like Shane. Mississippi State 24, Texas A&M 21. It's my upset of the week right here. 
Awesome, man. I am one and eight, so I, I need a little. <laughs> I need a little help in that department. So maybe uh, if we both go in on this one, uh, it'll happen. I, I'm with you. I just, I, you know, and of course Texas A&M's got an opportunity to shut everybody up. Everybody talking about there's no home field advantage. You know what I'm saying? That Kellen Mond's not as good as we thought he was. I mean, there's a lot of naysayers out there, and I'm one of them. I mean, we're just ta- we're talking about Mississippi State winning this thing. So Texas A&M, if they bring it, man, I mean, they've got an opportunity to shut everybody up. You know, so the the ball's definitely in their court. I just I I don't know. There's just something about Mississippi State. I just feel like they're on the brink. Of of having a great November, you know. Mm-hmm. Granted, I know we're in October, but they closed out these games. I mean, after this, they've got Arkansas, Granite, Alabama's on there, but they got Abigail Christian and Ole Miss. I mean, there's a real good shot that they end up strong, and Joe's looking at a nice bowl game. Mm-hmm. All right, Shane, let's kick it over to your boys, the four o'clock Eastern game on SEC Network, three o'clock. Central Time, South Carolina at Tennessee. The Gamecocks, according to mybookie.ag, a four and a half point favorite on the road on Rocky Top. You know, before we uh, break down this game, Shane, let's kick it over to Jeremy Pruitt, who uh, this was an interesting question that he faced Wednesday evening on. You know, there's some speculation that fans may start booing if old Garantano takes the field on Saturday. I'm one of them. Uh, there have been fans on social media who have said that they would boo and or boycott Tennessee if uh, Jared Garantano starts on Saturday. I guess what would your response be to those fans? Can you say it again? There were fans on social media who were saying that they would boo or not watch Saturday's game if Garantino does start for Tennessee. I guess what would your response be to those fans? Well, you know, here's what I'll say is just in my time here at the University of Tennessee as a as coach um, and my time as a, a coach at other schools participating against the University of Tennessee and as a player, uh, you're not going to find a more passionate fan base uh, than the, univer- the fans at the University of Tennessee. I have a hard time believing that uh, when it comes down to game time, everybody's wanting to win. I think they trust the fact that we're going to play the players that give us the best chance to win and have success. So um, I I think when South Carolina comes on the field, they'll probably be booing. Uh, And I think when South Carolina has the ball, they'll be loud, just like they have every game. Um, And, you know, they'll support our players and and continue to do that. All right, Chad, I just thought this was an interesting question. And uh, based on Jeremy Pruitt's response and his Basically, all his comments since uh, we saw his little, out, I don't know if you want to call it an outburst, but just the end of that uh, Alabama game where they had to bench Garantano and they, they blew the game there at the goal line. I don't know, all indications. Sounds like Jarrett Garantano is going to be the starter. Uh, from what I understand, they really tried to get JT Shroud up to speed and have him take over because obviously uh, – you know, the, the trust factor's got to be pretty low with Garantano right now, but I just, for whatever reason, I guess Trout could not beat him out. That's not been officially announced, but that's just what I'm hearing behind the scenes. Thoughts on, uh, I guess, the game, obviously, make your pick with the fact that uh, Jarrett Garantano may be the starter there for Tennessee. Mm, right. That's, that, that one hurts, you know, because when he's talking, it's like pretty obviously that we're going to see number two back here. 
And I'm not a fan of that. I, I thought, you know, Tennessee has the momentum. Tennessee's tef- defense is looking better. Their, the offensive line is looking better. The running game's going. But it, it, it all stops when you don't have quarterback production. And I don't care how good this kid's practicing. He is not performing on game days, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like if JT's not getting it during practice, oh, well. But maybe he can throw the ball during a game, you know, because that's when it matters. I don't care how well you practice, but I'm already pissed off at this game, Mike. I had Tennessee winning, but since I found out number two is going to be in there, I flip-flopped the scores. I've got South Carolina beating Tennessee 28-20. to And I just pray to God that, you know, they do something with the quarterback situation. Garantano's not going to just all of a sudden come out and remember how to play quarterback. It ain't happening. They're going to have some scripted safe plays, but it's going to be a pretty vanilla offense, and and I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, I hope that we do see a little bit of Juwan Jennings back there, maybe play that Lynn Bowden role, you know, something like that. But Mm -hmm. we can't do that against South Carolina. South Carolina. Carolina's got a, an excellent defense. I know they're down a running back, but they honestly not going to need it if number two's back there. So that's where I'm at, Mike. South Carolina 28, Tennessee 20. I hope I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be – I think this will be one of the games of the day for whatever reason, South Carolina and Tennessee, when they get together, just always seems to be a hell of a game. Uh, I, I really – respect with the direction of both these defenses i think it's going to be incredibly hard for both teams to score it's basically going to be the first team to 20 is going to win this ball game uh both teams running game is starting to get going they're starting to get some momentum there i know rico dowell's out for south carolina that's big tavian feaster really picked it up against florida so we'll have to see if he and mon denson can once again carry the load uh, but uh, the matchup here, and, and both teams feature some outstanding receivers. But, uh, you know, I think the world of Heiselinski, we've been talking to him up for damn near two months now, but uh, I think he's clearly not 100%. I mean, uh, yeah. he could not really accurately hit those damn field balls in the last couple weeks, and he's not performed well on the road. So I'm not expecting him to really have a big day either uh tennessee's defense keeps getting better and better and i thought that alabama game was one of their best games and if not for a couple calls as we all know they probably would have held alabama to even less points so uh this is going to be a tough one the team that wins the line of scrimmage is going to win this one i think this is going to be a simple game like that special teams is going to come down to a play there here or there uh but i'm kind of i'm right there with you I hate to say it for your sake, Shane, but um, I just don't know if Tennessee can get this done with all the uncertainty at the quarterback position. So I'm picking South Carolina to win and cover. South Carolina 24, Tennessee 17. That's how I got this one. Mm, Man, the boo birds are going to be out, Mike. I'm just – I love football. I love Tennessee football. But I'm just I'm 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 done, man. I'm if he comes out there and he goes three and out, I swear to God, I'm throwing the remote right through the TV. I, I just feel it happening. So, all right, I'm, let's move on. All right, Shane, let's go to the night game on ESPN. Arkansas is going to see them pretty red lights because they're going to Tuscaloosa <laughs> to face Alabama, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central on ESPN. 
Alabama, according to mybookie.ag, is a 31.5-point favorite. And before we pick this one, Shane, let's kick it over to Chad Morris, who he was asked about, uh, it was kind of funny, they asked, are you even excited about this game? Because it's, you know, the speculation is they're <laughs> no. just going to get destroyed here. But uh, I, I like Chad Morris's uh, response here. In your first time here, this may be a dumb question. Are, are you looking forward to it? Are you excited about it? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm always looking forward to, uh, you know, to, to, to great challenges. And that's what this is. I mean, I think any competitor in that building right there that's, uh, that has competitive juices and, and, you know, is always up for a challenge. And this is a huge challenge for us. I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to, you know, as you go into a program, they've been the measuring stick and see where see where your program is compared to that. And, you know, I, I know we played well last year against them at times. And, and you know, we're going to get out there this week. Our guys will be prepared. They're going to have a lot of energy. We're going we're gonna to go play well today, this week. <laughs> All right, Shane, so this is going to be – this is the measuring stick for Arkansas. And I know – you know, obviously they're in a tough place right now, but I, I like this response. And, you know, I think we've seen it this year. You remember when South Carolina played Alabama, when Tennessee played Alabama? It, it doesn't – I don't know if that fear factor – there's been so many times over the years when I think uh, even these SEC teams, they, even LSU at times, when they play Alabama, you can sense that, uh, you know, maybe once the first thing goes wrong, what have you, they're kind of shell-shocked. Mm-hmm. I think Alabama's just one of those teams gets off the bus and your psyche's destroyed. But I've not seen that this year. And uh, I think, especially with Mac Jones in there at quarterback, we could be getting a little bit better game than than some people thinking. Oh, what's your outlook on this one? Well, I, I'd, I'd like to see him and Saban in their little private group message <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah, well, asking him, what exactly does Butch Jones have to do? <laughs> You got any extra spots? No, I'm just kidding. I, I think, uh, you know, Arkansas, I mean, they, they are what we, what we know they are. I mean, uh, they've got talent on this team, but when you're going against somebody like Alabama, it, it's just you got to be at 100%, yeah, 100 miles an hour. And I just I don't see Arkansas able to do that. I mean, what have you seen from Arkansas to say, you know what, this is the week they play the perfect game? I, I don't – I just – I can't see that happening. I do think that we see KJ coming in, um, and that's going to provide a little spark for this fan base, I believe. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just not going to be enough. Alabama, now they've got – now they got a game manager back there. Expect a lot of running, a lot of scripted passing – a lot of clock management. Don't be surprised if Alabama doesn't hold on to this football three quarters of this game. Mm-hmm. I've got Alabama winning, but not covering the spread because, like I said, I think that this is going to be more of a ground and pound. Uh, Alabama 42, Arkansas 14. Roll Tide! Ooh. Well, Shane, I'm just happy you didn't make this your lock of the week because <laughs> this is mine. I'm going with a little upset special. <laughs> I guess the spread. And I'll tell you why, Shane, because Arkansas, for all the crap they've been getting and some of the terrible play we have seen, still got a lot of confidence and a lot of skill position talent. I mean, Rakeem Boyd, one of the best running backs in the SEC, Really, the last two years, I know he was banged up much of last season. C.J. O'Grady, maybe the best tight end in the SEC. I really love these receivers they got. I think uh, 
here in a year or two. They're going to, they may be the best duo in the SEC with Traylon Burks and Trey Knox. Obviously, the big question mark is quarterback at Arkansas. I mean, it seems like <laughs> they ought to just, you know, name a starter and then bench his ass after the first series because whoever comes off the bench <laughs> just looks amazing for whatever reason. I have no idea what the hell's going on there at Arkansas, but it's almost like the guy they coach up to, to play in the game is not worth a damn, and the guy they, they ignore, <laughs> I mean, he goes lights out. So they gotta they got to figure something out here, but – Kind of like Coach Morris is saying here, I mean, this is the measuring stick. Who in the hell is going to think Arkansas is going to give any kind of fight in this game? They've got nothing to lose. As long as they're not breaking out these stupid-ass fake punt interception plays, uh, I think they can shock some people here on Saturday night. I don't know, Alabama, to me, they just don't have that invincibility factor anymore. Obviously, mm-hmm. two is out. We just don't know what we're getting from Mac Jones. I've not really been impressed with him from what I've seen. Of course, he's always in mop-up duty, and he's still got all the weapons that Tua had, but it's just mm-hmm. not the same. So I don't think Alabama's going to light up the scoreboard. Kind of like you, I think this is going to be the Najee Harris, Brian Robinson show. They're going to ground and pound. Play that old saving ball. Uh, try, yeah. to, try to eat that clock. Just uh, not try to survive, but just try to shorten the game because – what happens if Mac Jones comes out there and, like I said, has to get into a scoring fit with Arkansas? I mean, I think that's Nick Saban's worst nightmare because Mac <laughs> Jones is not built that way. Uh, so I'm picking Alabama to win, Arkansas to cover my lock of the week. I'm going Alabama 35, Arkansas 14. Roll Tide! Okay. Okay. I, I dig it, man. Let's take a break from the pick, Shane, to let the listeners know we're proudly presented by MyBookie.ag, the online sports book. We wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with MyBookie if they weren't the best. So if you're going to do the smart thing, you're going to bet with MyBookie this football season. And how about this, Shane, for our listeners exclusively, if you go to MyBookie.ag right now and use the promo code THATSEC, that's T-H-A-T-S-E-C, that SEC, they will double your first deposit up to $1,000. So you can have $2,000 in your account right now to bet at mybookie.ag. And how about that, Shane? If, you, if you've if you been uh, picking against Cousin Shane's lock of the week, you'd be a damn millionaire at this point starting out with $2,000. So the so listeners should really take advantage of that offer. One of my favorite things about my bookie, Shane, you can bet at the halftime of the game, you can bet the other side. And at mybookie.ag, Shane, you can bet parlays, three-team, five-team, ten-team. You want to get crazy with it, you can do it all at mybookie.ag. I use that promo code, that SEC over at mybookie.ag to double your first deposit. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Jackpot. <laughs> all right, Shane, the other night game here. Eastern kick on SEC Network, 6.30 Central, Missouri at Kentucky. According to mybookie.ag, Shane, Missouri is a 10-and-a-half point favorite heading into this matchup. Who do you like in this one? I I think, Mike, honestly, this is the best game of the day right here. I I just – there's there's so much uncertainty with the quarterback situation and with Kentucky and then with Missouri – how do they bounce back? Do they win a road game? You know, I, I think I think Odom's a hell of a coach, and I think he gets them fired up. But I think this is one of those games that could come down to the final possession. 
And unfortunately, that final possession will be with the Missouri Tigers. <laughs> I've got Kentucky winning, or I'm sorry, Kentucky covering the spread, but Missouri winning. Missouri 27, Kentucky 21. M-I-Z! Oh, I like that. Nice, nice close night game. Things do tend to get weird there in Lexington at night. <laughs> I've always noticed that's a sneaky, sneaky good home field advantage, particularly at night. But unfortunately for the Wildcats, Shane, I am not seeing that. I still got a lot of faith in Missouri. I have no idea how they keep losing these games they shouldn't lose. If they lose this one, it's not going to be as bad as Vanderbilt or Wyoming because Kentucky, you know, a better coach team, better players. But still, Missouri has no business losing this game, in my opinion. They should have a massive advantage with their receivers and their passing game going up against Kentucky's defensive backfield. And uh, obviously that was a big factor last week against Georgia in the damn monsoon. Georgia was not able to test those guys. I think Kelly Bryant and his receivers will be able to test uh, Kentucky's secondary this week. And, uh, you know, I think the world of Lynn Bowden, but I guess a team that kind of – knows what they're going to get. I think Missouri is going to play a lot more physical, a lot more aggressive on defense. Barry Odom, he's already got experience getting his team to respond to a tough loss. Of course, that came at home, but uh, at least they know how to do it a little bit. I think they're going to do it again. I just don't like this matchup in Kentucky's favor. So I'm going big here, Missouri. I like them to win and cover. I'm going Missouri 30, Kentucky 17. And I think this would be – I would trend more to what you're saying. I think this could go come down to the wire if Kentucky had a balanced offense. But I just don't think you can beat a quality opponent like this without a balanced uh, offense. So maybe a Sawyer Smith does come in there and he's back to, you know, how he was before he got injured. Maybe Kentucky can make it a ball game. But I'm just not seeing it at this point. Man, I think old Lynn's running wild again too, buddy. I mean, it's a, there, there won't be a monsoon, you know. I think <laughs> I think that there'll be a little bit more at quarterback. I think there's going to be. I don't know. I, I just I, I just think that this this could really be a crazy game, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Kentucky won. And uh, obviously, I'm predicting Missouri to win. So I mean, this is one of those I could see going either way. I just think that Missouri bounces back. Uh, I think you see how good Coach Odom is. You know, he. I think he gets them fired back up, and uh, they walk away 6-2 and two after this thing. All right, Shane, last game on the docket here, the uh, CBS SEC Game of the Week, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central Time. Auburn at LSU. The Tigers of Baton Rouge, Shane, favored by mybookie.ag by 11 heading into this matchup. And we got ourselves a hype video. (laughs) And I looked far and wide, Shane, but I couldn't find a hype video, so we're just going to get into the action. (laughs) Let's do it. To me, if you see a movie or you read a book or you you see something that, that lingers with you afterwards, that's how you know it was great. What we saw Saturday is something that won't soon leave me. And that remains the best environment I have ever seen for a sporting event in any sport ever. In a moment, everything can change. Sometimes all that separates victory and defeat, a dream and a nightmare, 
is one second. Some seconds last an eternity. Others slip through your fingers, never to return again. When your moment comes, when your name is called, when time is running out and everything rests on your shoulders, will you crumble or will you rise? It's the blink of an eye. It's the beat of a heart. It's only a split second, but it's all you need to become a legend forever. I mean, just in terms of, of the vibe and what it was, man, it just, it is seared on my brain and I will remember it incredibly fondly and just feel like I was lucky to see an atmosphere where it meant that much. So this should be a hell of a matchup here. This is one of my favorite games in the SEC. I don't know about you. I always like this game a little bit earlier in the season because for whatever reason, it doesn't really feel like college football to me until these two teams meet. They're tough. They're physical. They don't like each other. They always seem to come down to the wire here. Who do you like in this matchup? Well, you know, Mike, I'm 1-8 when picking locks of the week. <laughs> and the only one I got right was when I put all my chips on them LSU Tigers. So, there's some things that intrigue me about this game. You know, there's the whole trap game. There's the whole uh, LSU's overlooking Auburn. They're thinking about Alabama already. Then you got Auburn with that fantastic defense. Is this the week that the quarterback... Bo comes out and shows you again why he was one of the top-ranked quarterbacks coming out of high school last year. I mean, there's there's so many storylines that could that could play out during this game. But I have been on the wrong end of LSU for a few weeks now, Mike. Uh -huh. Okay, and in fact, if you think about it, I I tried to talk them up against Mississippi State. I said Mississippi State's going to get them because they're overlooking them. No, they didn't. The week before that, who did LSU have, Mike? The Florida Gators. Mm -hmm. I said, you know what? They haven't faced a defense like this. <laughs> this is They're going to pat their ears pinned back. Joe's going to be running all over the place. I picked Florida to win that thing. I'm not doing it again, Mike. I'm, I'm a true believer in Joe. I'm a true believer in this offense, this team in general, Coach O. I'm going LSU to not only win, but to also cover LSU 42, Auburn 28. Go Tigers. Ooh. Yeah, Shane, I think, you know, that's certainly the safe pick. LSU, I believe, is undefeated against the spread. Obviously undefeated, you know, in the standings. So 
I have no idea why I keep picking against them. <laughs> uh, but before I make my picks, and let's kick it over to uh, Joe Burrow, Bo Nix, and then uh, Jeremiah Denson hyping up this game. I thought the these were kind of the best player comments of the week. This is the number nine team in the country. It's hard to imagine overlooking, but maybe the narrative of, well, let's get this over with because everyone's looking at this Alabama game. And, Trust me, we're not overlooking this team. They're too good, you know third top top 10 team we're playing this year you can't you just can't you'll you'll I mean we'll get our we'll get our butts beat if we if we overlook this team obviously the noise was an issue at Florida how, how do you feel about how y'all have have worked on that and so, so it won't happen again so we work on crowd noise really every week uh, especially when we go on the road because we know it's going to be loud any SEC environment is pretty loud uh, but at Florida I felt like it was more on me uh, than it was anybody else. I didn't do a good enough job of uh, communicating with others or being loud enough, so um, I fully take that on myself. Um, but going forward, I think that um, the Florida game did help, obviously, a lot uh, just from experience and being there and doing that. Uh, so this week, I feel like now I can just really sit back and do my job um, and not really worry about the atmosphere. The last two years against LSU, you guys have been on the verge of winning and, and let it get away. How, how, how hard were those two? Yeah, those, those two, was, it was really hard to swallow. I remember 2017 year when we was down there, uh, I think it was up about, about 20 points or something like that. And I uh, came back, kind of just let our foot off the pedal, you know. And last year, the same thing, you know, just up, up, and, you know, not finishing. So that's that's what's going to happen when the team don't finish. And uh, that's the big uh, word for this week. You know, that's my word for this week, just finish. You know, we've been up, you know. I'm not saying what's going to happen this week, but, you know, the past two years, you know, we've been up up on them and you know they came back every time so you know you just got to finish pushing man and just you know get better each and every week this game for you guys to reach the goal you set for yourself before the season so. you really just about have to win this game yeah is it I, I, what, what does that add to this trip knowing that and just really do it die like this is this is be honest you need we need this one to where we want to go the goals that we got for the team, we need this one. So, man, it's really do or die this week, man. You just lay it all on the line and, you know, just play to that clock hit triple zeros. What are your thoughts on opening up as a double digit underdog? Double digit underdog. Man, you just, I don't know who ever made that, but, I mean, it ain't got nothing to do with the game this week, you know what I'm saying? But you know that that is crazy. To be honest with you, I didn't even I didn't even know that. But I mean that 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 don't you know that don't have nothing to do with the game Saturday. So I mean I mean I'm a pretty already motivated guy, you know what I'm saying? So that right there it ain't gonna you know really add no fuel to the fire, you know? You know what I'm saying? We the facts is that you know since I've been here we haven't beat LSU at LSU. That's just the facts. You know we just trying to make history this week. All right, Shane, so Joe Burrow says no chance the Tigers are overlooking Auburn. And I think, obviously, that's a smart approach. We'll find out if that's true. Uh, but I think this game, as crazy as it may sound, because I know LSU right at the top, they should be the number one team in the nation in the polls. Not that that really matters, but they've earned that right, in my opinion. But Auburn... They've got a lot more to win in this game. They can get right back in the national championship game hunt with a win in Baton Rouge. I think Auburn's got more to play for. It's really going to come down to 
Uh, how obviously they can if they can slow down that LSU offense. Getting to Joe Burrow, I think, will be critical. I think this is going to be the best defensive line that LSU has faced this season. I think this is going to come down to the wire, Shane. I really do. And I know of, uh, like I said, LSU has been uh, perfect against the spread so far this season. But I, I think Gus Malzahn will really have a, a better game plan than he had against Florida. I think maybe for whatever reason, maybe he had just too much confidence in what Bo Nix can do. I don't think they're going to really rely on him as much as they did in that Florida game. I think they'll have uh, some better game plan just drawn up to get Seth Williams the ball, to get Anthony Schwartz the ball, and not be so predictable on the ground. I think that was a big issue against Florida. I mean, they really got dominated, but that that's behind them. This is a, this is a very underrated Auburn team. I know they're I think they're ranked number 10 right now, but I still I think they deserve to be even higher based on what we saw earlier in the season. Uh, LSU, I don't want to call it the look-ahead factor because they you know, keep hearing that and they keep showing up. And they I know they're getting Terrence Marshall back, so I may regret this pick come Saturday evening here. But uh, I'm going LSU 33, Auburn 30. Go Tigers. I really think this is going to be a close one. And I wonder if Mississippi State may have – I don't want to say exposed because they still got their ass handed to them, but they showed on tape some things, some ways to limit LSU's offense. Auburn's got a much better defense. I think they're going to pick up on some of that stuff. I think they're going to be able to use it. Auburn, I think they're coming in with some momentum here. I think this is really going to come down to the wire, and I wouldn't even be stunned, Shane, if here on Sunday we're recording a podcast, LSU Mm -hmm. goes down. I think it's going to be that close. I think it's going to come down to the final position. True doggy. Damn. That is I, I yeah, you said that, but you did you gave LSU the nod. I mean, are you willing to take the three points? You sure you don't want to adjust that score just a little bit and just <laughs> pick the upset? No, because uh <laughs> I think at the end of the day, you know, obviously the the difference there is Joe Burrow's leadership and uh LSU does seem to be a team on the mission, but I think uh, I think this is going to be one of their final tests. I mean, if Tua is not at 100%, this may be a tougher game for LSU than Auburn. Okay. I'm very high on Auburn, and I'm not quite as high on Alabama. I've kind of held that all season. So uh, this could be the final real test for LSU this season. I think is I think this is going to be a, a damn battle here. Well, there's not a lot of games this week, Mike. Uh, I think, what, five total? Mm-hmm. SEC games. So, uh, is there any type of storylines you you you're thinking that you may see coming out this weekend? I mean, I guess that it depends on who wins here on Saturday, Shane. But uh, we may have some hot seat talk there, obviously in Starkville. If uh, Mississippi State gets embarrassed, uh, we're gonna have some angry fans in South Carolina or Tennessee. Whoever loses that matchup, for sure. And then we obviously, after this week, we're going to have that showdown coming up with uh, Alabama and LSU in two weeks. We're going to have a massive one next week, Florida, Georgia. Mm-hmm. It's going to be kind of interesting back-to-back weeks. We're going to have the games that will likely decide each division. We'll know in two weeks' time it's going to be Florida or Georgia against LSU and Alabama. Yeah. Which matchup, I think, uh, maybe just based on everything we've seen to this point, Shane, which matchup would you be most interested in seeing? I'm going to ask you that. LSU and Florida playing again, this time on a neutral field, 
or LSU versus Georgia. We saw that last season. Or Alabama, Florida. You know, that's a that's a historic SEC yeah. one. Or Alabama, Georgia. Which which one of those four matchups uh, intrigues you oh. the most at this point? At this point, just because of what I've seen and not what I think we're going to see the rest of the year, mm-hmm. I, I'd like the Florida LSU matchup, a rematch. Um, I think that would be a good one. Obviously, Georgia Alabama, you can't go wrong with that one. But mm-hmm. I, I just think that I don't know if Dan had another opportunity, would he have done something different? You know, um, would would they be? Would both teams be healthier at that point? So right. I don't know. That's that's probably the game right now. I'm leaning more toward. Unless I see Georgia just like get back to what Georgia does. If Georgia gets dominant again, then I, give me Georgia against either one of these teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I would have to also go with the uh, LSU Florida matchup. I know Gator fans would love to see that outside of Baton Rouge and with their pass rushers fully active, ready to go, see if they can get to Joe Burrow a little bit better. But uh, since you went that pick, Shane, I'll go back to I love watching Alabama and Georgia play. That has quickly turned into one hell of a rivalry here in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would not – gave me that matchup. I'd love every second of it because <laughs> – Oh, yeah. I mean, at some point, Georgia's got to knock down that door or – Hell, maybe we put Kirby on the hot seat. But <laughs> if he can't get if he can't get over Alabama, I don't know. But uh, I, I'm just kind of joking with that one. But that would be a hell of a game to watch too. I'm just man, I'm just getting excited talking about it. But uh, um, we got too. a lot of football before we get there and ready. I know we only got five games, Shane, but it's going to be a good one. And uh, just a final recap here. Once again, Shane and I both picking Mississippi State to pull the upset in College Station. How about that? We're both picking South Carolina to win and cover. Uh, we're both picking Alabama to beat Arkansas, but the Razorbacks to cover. Uh, Shane has got Missouri winning at Kentucky, but Kentucky covering. I've got Missouri winning and covering. Uh, Shane has got LSU winning and covering against Auburn. And then I've got LSU winning, but Auburn covering the spread. I think that's going to do it for this one, Shane. Thanks for joining me as always. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, Let's get ready for some SEC action. All right, Mike, they'll do it. I hope we have a fantastic weekend. Uh, Who knows? Maybe we have another upset again. Uh, I'm really looking forward to these games. And, uh, I mean, there's just five of them, but love on them. Five's better than zero. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) All right, see you guys. Go Vols.
Let's do it, buddy. See you guys. Uh, I appreciate everybody. Ah, shit. Let me do that one again. <laughs> yeah, let me close that one off again. <clears throat> All right, man. Let's have a great weekend, man. I, I hope we have. Fuck. Let me do this again. One more time. All right, Mike. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go.